This is Plant-Based Briefing, Neuropathy and Diet, How Nutrition Impacts Nerve Damage, Part 1 by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm Marian Erickson. This is the Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's article is longer than that, so it's going to be a two-parter. I'm reading Part 1 today, and the second half I'll read tomorrow. So now let's get to today's Plant-Based Briefing. Neuropathy and Diet, How Nutrition Impacts Nerve Damage, Part 1 by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. Summary. In people suffering from neuropathy, diet could be playing a major role in their discomfort. But which foods can help and which might be making things worse? And is there any evidence that supplementation can provide relief or healing? In this article, we'll explore the science behind the relationship between damaged nerves and diet. In 1993, the magazine Computer World published a short article titled Doomsday 2000. The authors predicted that because of a universally adopted coding shortcut that abbreviated any four-digit year to two digits, i.e. 1993 was rendered 93, the world's computer infrastructure would collapse once the new millennium rolled in. The collapse didn't happen thanks to, depending on what you believe, the hundreds of millions of dollars spent upgrading code in the late 90s, whoops, 1990s, or because there was never any real risk of calamity. But the hype, some would say hysteria, that gripped many as January 1st, 2000 was approaching forced the world to consider what would happen if our information networks shut down. Now, imagine if those information networks were inside your body instead. Your nervous system is kind of like a miniature version of the internet. Your bodily tissue, or fascia, contains approximately 250 million nerve endings, all of which are continuously gathering and sharing electrical impulses back and forth between your brain and the rest of your body. When everything works well, you can just go about your day without giving your nerves a second thought. But when even a few of those quarter-billion nerve endings are damaged or otherwise dysfunctional, you may experience a cascade of calamities throughout your body. Damaged nerves can't deliver electrical signals optimally, or in some cases at all. This dysfunction can cause pain and a number of other symptoms, including the sensation of pins and needles, muscle problems, and even loss of normal bodily functions like digestion and breathing. The word for this kind of nerve damage is neuropathy. Many neurologists recommend surgery or medications as first-line treatments for neuropathy, and in fact, many advanced cases can benefit from this approach. But there's evidence that some neuropathies, especially in the early stages, could benefit more from what's in your pantry than what's in your medicine cabinet. In this article, we'll look at neuropathy nutrition and the relationship between what we eat and nerve health. What is neuropathy? Neuropathy is the medical term for damage to nerves outside of the brain and spinal cord. This damage can cause pain, numbness, weakness, and other uncomfortable and sometimes dangerous symptoms. It's also called peripheral neuropathy as it disproportionately affects nerve endings that are located closer to the body's extremities than the core. Neuropathy can mess up nerve signals in three ways. It can lead to complete loss of signaling, inappropriate signaling, or distortion of the messages that are sent. If only one nerve is affected, that's called mononeuropathy. A common mononeuropathy is carpal tunnel syndrome, which is often caused by repetitive use damage to the median nerve of the arm. Polyneuropathy, which involves multiple nerves and not talking parrots, is the more common condition. Types of neuropathy. There are also subcategories of neuropathy named for the nerve function they affect. Motor neuropathy. Motor neuropathy interferes with the movement of the muscles typically under conscious control, such as those used for walking, grasping things, or talking. 
Examples include muscle weakness or shrinking or uncontrollable muscle twitching, which is also called fasciculation. Sensory neuropathy. Sensory neuropathy interferes with the transmission of sensory data from the extremities to the brain, such as temperature, the pain from a paper cut, ouch, the feeling of a light touch, or information about the location of limbs in relation to one another. This can lead to loss of reflexes, coordination, or balance, burns or infections because there's no impulse to pull away from a hot stove or clean a wound, and feeling pain from stimuli that aren't actually harmful, such as the weight of a blanket on the feet. Autonomic neuropathy. Autonomic neuropathy impairs the brain's ability to regulate activities that people do not control consciously, such as breathing, digesting food, and heart and gland functions. People who suffer from this type of neuropathy can experience heat intolerance and excessive sweating, lightheadedness from low blood pressure, and vision problems, among other things. Proximal neuropathy. Proximal neuropathy is a type of nerve damage centered in the hip, buttock, or thigh. It usually causes pain in just one side of the body. And focal nerve neuropathy. Focal nerve neuropathy affects a single nerve and may cause symptoms such as double vision, weakness on one side of the body, or partial paralysis and associated pain. This type most often targets nerve endings in the legs, hands, head, or torso. What causes neuropathy? There are more than 100 different conditions, both inherited and developed, that can lead to neuropathy, but a few of them cause the vast majority of cases. Neuropathy and diabetes. Diabetes, both types 1 and 2, commonly causes neuropathy. That's because high glucose levels can damage the small blood vessels that supply your nerves. As those nerves cannot access the nutrients they need, their fibers suffer damage and they may eventually die. At this writing, there's no known way to reverse the damage once the nerves have atrophied. But there are many ways to prevent and reverse prediabetes and type 2 diabetes. I hosted a whole masterclass on the topic with diabetes expert Brenda Davis, RD. To watch it for free, click the link here. Neuropathy and Autoimmune Diseases Autoimmune diseases cause harm by attacking the body's own cells and tissues as if they belonged to a foreign invader. Two autoimmune conditions that target the nerves include Guillain-Barre syndrome and celiac disease. Guillain-Barre syndrome typically presents after a gastrointestinal or respiratory infection or following a vaccination. For some reason, the immune system responds to these challenges by starting to destroy the myelin sheath that surrounds the axons of many nerve cells. It can then progress to damaging the axons themselves. Most people recover fully, a process that can last from a few weeks to a few years, but in some cases, the neuropathy progresses to paralysis that can threaten the ability to breathe. The most common form of neuropathy that accompanies celiac disease involves both motor and sensory nerves. Other autoimmune diseases, including autoimmune thyroid disease, rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus erythematosus, and Sjogren's syndrome, are linked to both neuropathy and celiac disease. Because the nerve damage appears to be triggered by exposure to gluten, symptoms may improve or even resolve on a gluten-free diet. Neuropathy and Alcoholism Neuropathy is among the most common negative side effects of chronic alcohol overconsumption. It typically shows up as pain, pins and needles, and lack of muscle control in the lower extremities. Alcohol, it turns out, directly poisons nerves. And the poor nutrition that often accompanies alcoholism is a separate risk factor for neuropathy. Patients who abuse alcohol also tend to consume fewer other calories, and their gastrointestinal tracts struggle to absorb the nutrients they do encounter. Because alcoholism is a chronic condition, the neuropathy it causes may become permanent. But in cases that are caught early enough, stopping alcohol consumption may help improve neuropathy. Other causes of neuropathy 
Toxins other than alcohol can also cause neuropathy, among them mercury, certain types of toxic mold, and chemotherapy drugs. Injury and trauma can also induce neuropathy if it involves compression or crushing of a nerve, as can happen in automobile accidents, falls, sports, and even some medical procedures. You just listened to Neuropathy and Diet, How Nutrition Impacts Nerve Damage, Part 1 by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. Tune in tomorrow for the second half of this article, where you'll hear about what vitamins and minerals help with neuropathy, foods that may help with neuropathy, and foods to avoid with neuropathy. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.